0: Um, that that story of almost being an FBI agent, and that's just that's <laughs> awesome.
1: I have lots of interesting stories, but we only have an hour together. But
0: <laughs> um, okay, but next question. Yes. Next question is is something we've uh, I ask really any guest that comes um, comes to see us um, just because there's like endless speculations on um, interest rate prices, election year. Yeah. You know, people realizing they need, they need to upgrade from being cooped up with, you know, what's what's been going on um, with what you're seeing, and I'm sure you get this question a lot because it's like the topic. Where do you see, or where do you feel the market is heading over the next year?
1: Well, uh, you know, we had a very brief hiccup, um, and a lot of a lot of people speculated that this was going to. Downturn uh, the market. I 100% disagree with that. Lack of housing is a lack of housing. It's going to be a seller's market until we build more housing, which we're you know we're not doing fast enough because of all mainly because of the the cost of building. Um, it it makes more financial sense for uh, large developers to build um, apartments. You know things where they get a, a good return on their investment or large luxury. Um, large luxury type of um, homes. Uh, I think that I think that the market will be a seller's market for a very very long time uh, because of that. But uh, other reasons as well. I mean that's just part of the complications. There's also CEQA. There's uh, there's also uh, legal issues when it comes to and labor issues and. There's many complicated issues, especially in California, when it comes to building housing. However, I think there's an opportunity here, uh, because of COVID and sheltering in place, uh, uh, office space retail has, we've realized, hmm, maybe I can work from home. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I don't have to go to an office every day. I've kind of gotten used to homeschooling my children and working from home and I get a lot more well if you can if you could time block properly I think all of us have been in this horrible situation where you're on zoom all day 12 hours on a zoom and not getting anything done like how is that possible but I think if you kind of get into that uh, time blocking and being more productive that you're not spending an hour in your car me personally it takes me it takes me a half hour less to get ready for a zoom meeting than actually going out into the world because I actually have to curl the back of my hair too which is, you know, I, I'm all about my hair, so I kind of only have to do the front, but, uh, it's, but it's just opened up a different work model. And it uh, I had a great quote from one of the gentlemen from pillar to post. He said that shelter in place in COVID was accelerated evolution. This is where we should have been a long time ago. And so here we are now and we're working with it and we're human, so we adapt very well. All of us lost you know, all of us, I'm sure we had our period that we just lost it in the middle of all of this, like what the hell is happening here? But we've adapted. And especially real estate professionals, we're really good at pivoting and, and um, making it work. It's what, we, it's what we do. But I think the opportunity with the retail and commercial space is something that's talked about on the NAR stage. I know in the sustainability advisory group, that was a very serious conversation because there'll be a lot of space that's now become available and wouldn't it be great if we could now adjust that to being affordable housing or workforce housing or just housing in general where you take very similar to the blighted areas of if inner cities that made lofts and at first it was a little sketchy but now it's like very she she to live in these loft kind of um kind of uh, living spaces so if we make Let's call it resomercial kind of living spaces. The NIMBYs can't get at us because the the infrastructure is there, the parking is there. There's already been traffic in and out of there. It's been a, it's it's been a successful model. It just happens to be retail and commercial. But now, can we make it a different kind of a living environment, a more communal kind of living environment, and kind of um, create a, a different. A different model of living. And so I'm I'm really excited about that, and I do hope that that the commercial people jump on this opportunity.
0: Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for that uh, for that detailed answer. Um, Resa,
1: resumercial,
0: resumercial. That's interesting. <laughs> I like that. I didn't
1: um, phrase. I have to give credit to for the first person that said it was CAR President Jeff McIntosh. Oh, it was the first time that I heard that I'm like hmm I like it so yeah that. Um,
0: okay my last question is what would you advise um, agents who are fearful of their careers or uncertain about how things are going uh, since you're in that space of mm-hmm. um, giving you know leadership skills and and right good stuff you guys do what kind of advice nope. do you give?
1: Uh, yeah, the advice I have for them is, um, is work smarter that, that we're now in, in a bigger relationship kind of environment where, because our future is uncertain, that, uh, that our, our public per se, you know, our, our clientele, they really want somebody to lead the way. And for you to uh, build your interpersonal skills and build an honest relationship, uh, I think is a powerful, very powerful thing. And just that reach out, be you, I think, like me, it's really hard for me to pick up the phone and, and call my client base. I That's not something that I did during um, during shelter in place, but I like the idea of having a social function with all my clients you know inviting them over to bingo or having a happy hour get to know each other and get to know get to know me get to know the real me I think that is the next wave of where our business is going so for anyone out there that's struggling with I don't know if this is the right business for me um, you haven't tried hard enough because if you are a social interactive, Because a lot of people that get into real estate is because they like working with people. So get working with people, and find someone that you admire how they do business and do business like them. You know that's that's the advice that I would give because uh, you don't have to do business the way somebody else does it because that's not gonna that's not gonna fit you well. You have to find somebody that you admire on how they do business and do it every day. Be consistent be consistent how many how often have you, how many coaches have said that just be consistent and get out there and get out there so you're just not working smart enough if um if you feel that this business isn't for you
0: awesome
2: i have a question for you i mean i love the the way you describe the woman's council that they're tiny and mighty and it's also a safe zone um i would like to hear how you encourage your participants to jump off the ledge, so to speak, and have uh, the mindset to stand up in front of everyone and speak and become a leader?
3: Uh,
1: so uh, the task is to ask is one of our taglines that we do. And some what we do, we're always watching Women's Council. We're always watching those of us that are around us, not, not necessarily our members, but anyone, you know, anyone that we feel could uh, be a leader. And when I say a leader, I don't mean someone who is a president of an organization or a committee chair uh, or a community organizer, you know, someone who is in charge or riding the bus at that particular moment. We're all leaders because we're influencing others. If you read John Maxwell, he talks about that. Leadership is influencing nothing more, nothing less. And one of the most powerful ways of leading is leading by example. And that could be you in the grocery store, you being uh, nice to somebody on the street. In fact, I just had an interesting altercation at Costco yesterday, which I thought was fascinating. But it's doing the right thing, always doing the right thing. So that's how we encourage our members is that, um, like we want you to be comfortable with and be confident in yourself so that you will do the right thing even when nobody's watching and so what we do is we tap them on the shoulder and we say I think you would be really good at this and I need your help uh the first reaction is usually me like who me you, you really think I'd be good at that and it's like yeah I really think you'd be good at that and I want you to I want you to try I want you to try and I'm here to I'll uh, buy your side to help you try that so for instance, public speaking is huge. It's a huge fear for a lot of people. Uh, we're not gonna throw you out there and make you do a half hour program, but what we'll do is like, why don't you lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance? Why don't you introduce a speaker? You know, why don't you do a five minute program on X? And give them the opportunity to do something that's in their comfort zone but a little, but make them flex to get slightly outside of their comfort zone. As I like to say, set them up for success. Always set them up for success, and then uh, cheer them on when they do it. You know, give them that that praise and saying, "Oh my God, you did such a good job." But you know what? If if I could, if you could do it again, what would you do differently? Rather than and how you give constructive criticism is also a crucial part of somebody's success, because if you if you, if you just kind of like wrap something, you got to wrap it up. I like to say wrap it up in a fluffy bunny. You got to wrap it up in a fluffy bunny. You can't deliver some of these, this news with a hammer because they may never come back. But if you deliver it in a fluffy bunny, then it's like, oh, okay. You know, next, it gets them excited about the next time they have the opportunity to, um, to work on a, on a project. So that's kind of, that, I would say that's kind of the Women's Council way. I love it.
0: That's interesting. That's interesting. Um,
1: How
2: would any of our girls align themselves with the women's council if they wanted to get involved?
1: Good thing is because we have 32 networks, they can contact me and I can put them in touch with the right president of a network or the right, um, the right membership director of a network and they could start that conversation. And I would want them to do their homework to see if Women's Council is the right organization for them because we put you to task. Like we, like I said before, we want you to work. If you say yes to Women's Council, that means you're saying yes to your own personal development. That's saying yes to people looking at you, saying, oh, you're part of Women's Council. You know What is it that you got? So it's like, let's do our homework and make sure this is a good fit for everybody.
0: Fantastic. Uh, thank you for that answer. I actually just want to give a shout out to Sheena because um, when I hear women's council, um, I know that she pushes herself. Like I see, she'll be involved with this. she will be involved with that. She'll do all these amazing things. And um, you, and then you take a step back and you're like, you're like, wow, they're just doing big things. They're making, yeah. constantly making moves.
1: They, We really are. And it's like you, when I first joined, I didn't know that I could run for my local association board of directors. I didn't even know that was an option. I, I knew that there was committees because I was part of the green committee, but I didn't know about board of directors. I didn't know about CAR, what the heck's that? And then NAR. And yeah. if it was, and I, when I would go to the, the um, you know, every year we have mid-year in Washington and people travel to Washington to go meet our legislators, you know, our US congressmen. And uh, when I went for Women's Council, I just stayed in the hotel and left. Like, I didn't even sightsee. I mean, that was like not on my, no. I'm like, like I say, I don't like traveling. So I would get there. I would, you know, get to the hotel and go home. And now, you know, it's like these, not only did the opportunities show up, but because of how many people I know at Women's Council, they opened the doors for me too. Once again, they believed in me and I'm an NAR director because of a fellow women's council member. It's like, that's, you know, it's just this, this, when they see somebody doing good work, somebody that's willing to, um, to do that, that personal development. Oh yeah, we'll open doors for you. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I I, I love that. By the way, I was going to also say that we've got with us uh, Chantal and Sabine who are, a revamping uh, a forty-five-year-old real estate company in Topanga called uh, Topanga Properties,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, when Michelle was asking about uh, how can some of the ladies or viewers or whatever align themselves, um, this is a perfect. Uh, I mean, this is why we started uh, rubbing elbows to be able to align yourself and connect with people. Otherwise, you yeah. have access to. So, you
1: know, and that's a really good point because. When you get involved uh, and you're you're going to the state conferences and the national conferences, you, you rub elbows, no pun, in, pun intended, pun intended, you rub elbows with people from all different experiences and you may find that person that has, you know, that has, knows uh, like uh, the back, how a great back end or a great CRM or has the experience of building a team. So you you know, these connections that you have have definitely advanced me as a professional. So it's like, that's, you could could find your mentor is what I I essentially trying to say, whatever category you're looking at or whatever you need, you could find your mentor that could help you with your business and willing to help you with your business. Like they, I was on a panel earlier and they said, share share your secrets, we'll share your secrets. I'll share my secrets with you. Absolutely, we're better together
0: love that yeah so we should leave um uh on the comments after this um any links that we have to you know finding the right uh the right group within the 32 um you said there was 32 different uh, 32
1: yeah 32 different networks and it's it's fairly easy wcr.org is our main um main um and should, should i write that in the chat
0: yeah yeah that'd be great
1: i could write in the chat I can yep. multitask. I'm a real estate yeah. professional. <laughs> okay. I can do this.
0: It's funny that you, you described yourself as shy because I see you like as the most charismatic woman I've ever met.
1: <laughs> it's well, it's true. I mean, you, in fact, I was part of, I was part of our governing board. I, I when they, when they tapped me on the shoulder, they said, I want you to join women's council. I'm like, Oh hell no. I don't want to be with a bunch of real estate women. Like that's drama. In part, it is drama. I mean, I got to be honest with you; it's not all it's not all wine and roses. Uh, but because they boosted me up, and and I, I like to say that they stand by your side um, through everything, and they put they put you on your shoulder, they put you on their shoulders during your successes. And I uh, I've learned and gotten so much more confident because of the women that and 10% men that have believed in me, but it's true. I am, I am my default to shyness and timidness. That's, that's where I default to. And it's just, you know, my years with the council and and working on myself that has gotten me to this point. And I kind of like myself actually.
0: <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. The best, that's the best thing to say. Um, we should, we should open it up to uh, some questions just cause I want to be respectful to everyone's time. Um, we like to make this, you know, short and sweet and to the point. And um, I describe ourselves just kind of like, like you describe yourself. Um, we're also tiny and mighty. Um, we t- like to be as as uh, potent as possible. So if anybody has any question, raise your hand either here or um, on the, on Zoom. Anybody want to have, a, anybody have any no, questions no, no, here? Question.
2: Nobody's put up their hand yet. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us? I did do some stalking and I went to your website, and I saw this beautiful green garden that is, you know, um, water safe. That's right. And drought tolerant. About how you uh, help your clients with filters, lights, all that. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate this question a lot. Uh, uh, so my nickname is Green Eileen. Uh, that because of my involvement in sustainability and uh, indoor air quality, energy efficiency. And I, I uh, years ago, I had a, uh, a my dream house is called an earth ship. You need to Google that. Nobody knows what that is. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a home that's made out of earth, earth and 95% recycled materials. And um, most, some of the earth ships don't even have moving parts, like no air conditioner, uh, no heating and that type of thing. Um, my dream car it was, a, was a car that ran on waste vegetable oil, and when I mean waste, I mean leftover French fry oil that we filtered and put it in a 1985 Mercedes diesel, and it was called the Vegi-Mobile. and when NAR came out with the green designation, it was like, OMG, this is, this is the it for me, this is my brand, this is, I'm going to walk the walk and talk the talk. And so I became an expert on uh, energy efficiency and indoor air quality, and uh, that's you know essentially how I got the name Green Eileen, is mm-hmm. that commitment to um, doing having real estate transactions and um, improving the earth at the same time. They're not mutually exclusive. As we've realized, we I mean, if you look at COVID and sheltering in place, we've been driving a lot less. The air quality's better. Uh, the amount of food that we're consuming is a lot less. We're not, you know, we're not. It's not going into the landfill and creating methane. I think beef has gotten a bad rap. It's actually the food that we discard that's that puts more methane in the atmosphere. So uh, yeah, that's the that's the other side of me is green, Eileen. So thanks for that question, Michelle. I appreciate it.
0: You know, I don't know who who else uh, went to Google Images to search um, Earth home. Oh, you? Okay, <laughs> I did too. Oh. yeah. Uh, it's, the modern uh, noah's ark of 2020 just need some two animals of uh each uh, species um so earth. we're
1: the modern we're the modern noah's ark i think i missed that Chuck.
0: yeah it's from what the picture looks like it looks oh. it's um it's like a it's like a ship inside the earth
1: oh the earth ship oh the you earth did google ship. it yeah. okay oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're really big in Taos, New Mexico. I think that's where the movement started. Um, and yeah, aren't they interesting? And they're they're self-sustaining. They the water that they use, they whatever's left over water, they they use that for the gardening. And um, and so there's really there's not a lot of waste in uh, with an earthship either. It's a fascinating structure.
0: Awesome. Actually, we have a question from uh, Chantal. Let me um, unmute her. Actually, Tal, can you unmute her? I'm...
3: Got it. Figured it out. Hi, Eileen. Hi. Um, wonderful to meet you. Love your green ideas. We're And here in Topanga, it's always been a concept. My mom's the broker of the company, and she wanted to implement a no trash policy into this canyon. So oh my, God, my hero. She was telling me she's going to take half my office and we're going to start selling bulk materials so people weren't going to be throwing things away anymore?
1: Right.
3: <laughs> no
2: more
1: containers. You know, Bring so. her- bring your mason jars, bring your, you know, don't bring your plastic receptacles. You start with dog food and beans and rice. I'm like, that's not really real estate. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the riches are in the niches, you know, it's, and it's building a relationship. It's having people come because you have a like mind and you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. She's really good at that. She's yeah. been
3: doing real estate here since I was a little girl. And, um, you know, she's, she's very in tuned with, with living on very little, we had solar electricity ro- growing up. You know, y- you would admire where I come from here in the canyon because we ha- we have Earthships everywhere around and me. Totally. Amen. 20- <laughs> and we have to come up for a visit. <laughs> so yeah. Anyhow, so one of my questions was, you know, you t- you train, you say that you train leaders, and I was wondering, is it is it a system that you have in place where where you train them to be what they want to be or do you just kind of carry them through and, and you know, you, you have a whole team underneath you of, of people?
1: That's a good question. I think it's I think it's a little bit of, um, it's a little bit, of, it's mainly a culture. So it's mainly our culture of what we do uh, and, and the messaging that we portray to the industry. Uh, but it's also a series of, a, a series of, mentors and coaches along the way. So we have like Sheena, thank you Sheena for letting me be a guest today. So Sheena is a president of a local network and above her is a district vice president or a governor. And they do uh, mentoring and coaching for the entire network of you know how to, how to operate a network, um, what you're struggling with. Usually what we struggle with is conflict resolution. That's our number one. Uh, the other one of course is public speaking, motivating a team. So they coach them through that. And then above the governors and, um, and district vice presidents is the state leadership team. And that's a team of four. And we work with the governors and district vice presidents once again, motivation, um, support. Uh, so it's not, it's, that's the only formality that we have um, when it comes to our structure and teams and then training, training and more training. Um, and that could be anything from how to do Canva to how to do a high performance team, to knowing the disc and personality profiles. And we're always coming up with something new to work on personal development, business development, leadership development.
3: And is it, do you have different things that people sign up to do that, you know, once they join your your network, then they can pick what they wanna do and they get different mentors in those different areas? Great.
1: That's a great question. So every network has a governing board, which is a president, president-elect, event director, membership director, secretary, and treasurer. So you can either be appointed or or be elected to those positions. And you also have a series of project teams. So a project team could be a marketing project team, a, a fundraising project team, photographer. It could be a project team of one, you know, uh, selling raffle tickets or uh, working a database. And uh, I encourage people to sign up for something that you don't necessarily know how to do, so you could learn how to do that and learn a transferable skill. And on the state level, we have about 26 committees, like finance and budget, like um, ways and means, we have credentials, we have strategic partners. So there's lots of different opportunities for you to get involved and use the skills that you already know, or learn a new skill. So there's yeah, there's different, options. The great question. Thank you for that.
3: And the, so do you, do you basically sign up? Is it like a coaching program where you pay a fee and you go through the system? Or do you sign up and you're part of the board and you're working together with the organization and building on your
1: end? You sign up as a member, uh, The the each local network has different, um, it may have a different pricing structure when it comes to signing up as a member, it's about $200. Um, and then you speak to the president or the or, or the membership director and say, I wanna get involved. Can I please do have a responsibility? And they will gladly give you a responsibility of whatever it is that you're interested in or wanna work on. Uh, we do not have any formal cost when it comes to um, coaching type thing. It's the organic coaching that we give one another through the culture of women's council. So it's not that uh, a structured coaching um, organization. It's more of a nurturing organization.
3: Oh, I love it. Nice. That sounds great. I'm, Beautiful. I'm ready. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down, girl. <laughs> no, no, you know, I I, yeah. I, 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 I'm so spread thin. You know, rebuilding this business, I, I'm on every end of the spectrum. I've decided I need. I'm doing nine, at least nine jobs right now on my own. And, you know, it's, it's tiresome and exhausting. And I know I'm not the best person to be doing at least half these jobs.
1: (laughs) You know, know, it could be a recruiting tool for you too. So it could be you meet members that are part of your vibe and the culture that you're trying to create and they could come and join you.
3: There's also that too, but there's also um, a lot of things that I'm doing that I want to Learn how to do better, and I'm, you know, it's it, I'm interested in, in a lot of different aspects of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there's only so much time in a day, and uh, That's right. You know, when you're spread, yeah. it's you're just getting by. You're doing and what you
1: do to. get to I the- have to tell <laughs> you that being California State President has de- definitely set me up for knowing how to work with the team. And I, I think sometimes people are very intimidated by that. Like, how do I how do I work with the team? Uh, so I'm sure that there will be lots of information that you can glean from Women's Council. And I'm not sure where Topanga is compared to where uh, Sheena's network, uh, Los Angeles, San Fernando is, but I'm sure that Sheena could find the right location for you. Come on over. You're right in my territory. There
3: you go. <laughs> okay. I'm Malibu. Right. Malibu and Calabasas. That's where I'm at.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Between Sheena and the beach, right in the yeah. middle.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We have a couple right in that area. So, okay, yeah, perfect. If we I have know that, to be um, on the beach, I'll do it. I'll definitely <laughs> do it. <laughs> we have to. Oh,
2: That's have. so
0: nice of you. Uh, I know great. Roman, sure, sure, with us here, also had a question. Um, Roman, let me unmute you.
4: Yes, uh, thanks for having me on Chuck and putting this together. Um, Eileen, I had a question. You have 12,000 realtors under you, is that correct? Uh,
1: The nation, the national organization has about 11,000, 12,000 members. California has a little about 1,100
4: members total. It's still a lot lot of agents. Uh, My question is, is during the last uh, downturn that we experienced in 2008 through 2010, there was a huge exodus of agents leaving the business, it really thinned out the field. Um, Are you starting to see that now or is it maybe too early? Um, Are there any uh, expectations in terms of what's going to happen to the quantity of realtors uh, in California? Um, Are there any signals that you're seeing right now um, of distress in in our field?
1: the from what i've gleaned from uh Jeannie radzik the current car president and elizabeth mendenhall former nar president we seem to have an a, a potential increase of members so i think there was a lot of there was a, there was a lot of speculation as that this shelter-in-place COVID pandemic would um separate the men from the boys or the women from the girls and those who are really dedicated would would um would Remain, and those that were on the fence would leave for something a little bit more stable. Um, but our numbers are not showing that. Our numbers are showing that we may have leveled out, um, but we'll probably be right on track. I mean, if you think about this in the scheme of things, this was a a, ter- a temporary hiccup, uh, a three month or you know, essentially a three month hiccup in our in our industry, a hundred percent recoverable from. Um, so. I don't think a lot of people will leave because of COVID. I think that we'll just continue to grow as an organization. Is my, is, is, the, is what I feel and what I've been hearing.
0: Thank you. I have a I have a question for you. Actually, I'm going to say this question on behalf of Rosaline Cohen that she brings up this topic.
1: I see Rosalind walking down the hall there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a topic she brings up um, every so often. I'm running
1: away from my son. <laughs>
0: Regarding uh, coming soon and the uh, clear cooperation policy from the National Association of Realtors, what is your take on it being part of the NAR?
1: That is uh, actually this is not something that I can uh, efficiently answer, to be honest with you, because my my. my wheelhouse is, is in leadership. That's that's my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So I don't have I haven't researched enough about coming soon and clear cooperation. So I if I if I were to be answering that question, it would be a, a hell of a guess, and I'd probably not want to do it with this quality of, of audience. So I'm gonna stay. I'll just stay quiet. On okay,
0: that. fair enough, fair enough. It's okay, still
1: my it's question. Of
2: that wasn't your question. Oh,
0: oh no! Surprisingly, huh? What is your question?
2: So as a mom for four, um, I'm trying to understand maybe you can uh, advise as far you, you were talking about a uh, team. Uh, when do you recommend to start to build your own team? Uh, when you're trying to mingle between kids and uh, buyers, sellers, yeah. um, when you get more busier, When do you when do you recommend this is the time to start to build your own
1: team? I think when you start with your five year plan. You know what, where, what does your business look like five years from now? Uh, And working backwards backwards from there, you have to start somewhere. Uh, It's just like children. You know, it's never necessarily the right time to have children, um, but you know that you want to have them, and so you have you have your you have your build start building your family. So if Building a team is a goal of yours. Um, The time is now for you to start. You don't necessarily have to, you know, add your first team member today or tomorrow, but definitely get educated. Talk to other people that have built teams. I would definitely come to Woman Up when they have Woman Up. Uh, They do a lot of, um, there's a lot of people there that have teams or office managers that build teams. So I think it's doing your homework and that uh, you'll know when it's the right time. Uh, but I know that when you do start building a team, do it right the first time. Um, hire slow, uh, fire fast, and don't necessarily hire your friends because they don't necessarily or your spouses. just saying because they not may not necessarily be the right vibe that you're looking for. Uh, but I would say start now, get start getting educated, start meeting those people that have done it before and um, and do it. Awesome. Thank, Thank you so much
0: for that. Um, I want to um, wrap up in just a, a couple of minutes um, because again, short and sweet, and we like to do 25, 35, 45 minutes and we're done. Um, and we get a lot of questions answered and um, we're able to rub elbows Zoom-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, we have this thing that we do, Michelle, we, you were gonna?
2: Sheena has a question.
0: Oh, go, oh, Sheena.
2: My question is You have a lot of commitments, Madam President, and I wanted to know what is your secret on keeping your schedule, um, juggling in between um, Women's Council, NAR, um, I'm sure you're affiliated with other groups, uh, work family mm-hmm. and your own personal time. How do you juggle that? Like what, what is your daily schedule look like for you to be able to compartmentalize
1: all aspects of your life? Um, well the first, <laughs> I don't get a lot of sleep. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> when I do sleep, I sleep in like till noon when I like, I actually schedule my sleep. Um, I like, I know like on Saturday, I don't have any commitments, so I'll be sleeping until eleven. But sometimes I don't get to bed until like two in the morning because I'm sending emails and uh, reading and and I wait for my husband to go to bed. Before I sometimes I wait till like 11 o'clock to start working uh, because, you know, and he needs my attention throughout the day. So I would say it's priority management versus time management, because um, each day has a different priority. So today my husband's a priority because he's, um, he's going to the dentist and he may have to have oral surgery. So when he gets home, you know, I'm like that he's a priority, but I also had these commitments that I had with two panels. And so um, if I have to explain it, how I get it all done is that I communicate constantly with my husband. I don't have children. I just have dogs. So I can communicate with him what my commitments are. And then I have personal time that I have committed just to him uh, for, and, and I, I have time just for him. Um, and I dedicate that time just to him because I need to build trust because he's allowing me to live my passions, which is women's council and sustainability. So if he's gonna allow me to live my passions, then I need to commit to him time and attention. So that's my first priority. My second priority is my business. You know, I have to put food on the tables, and I have a mortgage. So I will always try to put my business before my volunteering, and um, business always comes first. And then uh, I just fill in the gaps with all the volunteering that I do. And so. Uh, It is sometimes hectic and uh, like today I got through a wrench of more responsibility from NAR so that means I have to say no to something else and that's uh, the other thing to remember and I'll leave it at this is that whenever you say yes to something you're saying no to something else whatever that is so make sure that whatever you're saying yes to is a hell yes because you want to say no to the good so you can say yes to the great because you're taking time away from your front, from your family and friends and your business. So make sure that whatever you're volunteering for is hella good. Hella
0: good. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, that was great. That was really, really good. I really like that. Um, so right before we wrap things up, um, we have this thing that we do uh, our weekly win. Uh, it could be a small win, a big win, a personal win, business win, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And we all share a small win, whatever it may be. Anybody want to share a, a win for the week? Anybody? We're all winners here.
1: Eileen, can you share a win with us? Uh, well, yeah, a hello win was being on this panel today uh, to to talk about women's council and leadership with maybe people that are outside of the women's council world. And for us to talk about that we're not ladies who lunch we're ladies who lead and we don't do drama we do business and so this was this was a to rephrase a hella win today so thank you thank you awesome
4: awesome i got one i uh it's a a life win if you would for the first time in three months we this last weekend my family and i actually had dinner at a sit-down restaurant So as things start opening up, um, it was a a little bit of a a nice piece of uh, getting back a little sliver of normalcy in our lives.
2: Fantastic.
4: That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: Anyone else?
2: Everyone. Um, I picked up a client recently uh, working with a fellow WCR member and found out uh, he was looking for a lease, very adamant about leasing. Unfortunately,
4: he has a
2: bit of a background and we were able to get him pre-approved. So now we're looking at him purchasing something instead.
0: Oh, wow. So, That's a nice little conversion. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Anyone else? I'll say my win. I have a really, really uh, a small one. Um, I found someone to harness all the data that uh, my team extracts throughout the week, Uh, whether if it's, you know, we've got all types of things that we do. For example, we'll go and uh, try and find, let's say, foreclosures, very specific foreclosures in specific areas. And um, we mine that data. And I finally found someone who's just going to sit down and just, just, process that data for us, which is a really, really big thing. Uh, Cause when, you know, we're juggling, trying to do this, trying to do that in between lunch and between that. So to have one designated person for it is a, is a win.
4: Yay.
0: Is a win. Um, so I do want to thank you so, so much, Eileen, you've been such a pleasure and it was so nice to meet you.
1: Thank and you, Chuck.
0: I'd like to remind everybody again, that the reason we even started this is to be able to align ourselves and get to know people that we wouldn't otherwise get to know, hear their stories, hear their journey. And um, if there's a way for you to work together, if there's a way for you to align yourself together, amazing. Uh, If not, you know, you made a friend and uh, it's rubbing elbows, but you know, we started this when we were just getting to know each other, just COVID. We don't know how bad it is, we'll just do that. it is where it is. So thank you so, so much for being with us and sharing your story. And, um, I, I stick to what I said. You're so, so charismatic. I don't see an ounce of shyness in you. So
1: <laughs> thank you, Chuck. Thank you. It's there. Trust me. It's there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so, so much. Everybody who's joined here on our Facebook group on YouTube wherever. Thank you so, so much. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, uh, same time, same place. Whoever can join, I love seeing like the same faces again and new faces, and uh, all of you guys. Uh, nice to see you guys, and we'll see you again next week. All
1: and right, for co-hosting with me. Thanks. Nice to meet you, Michelle. Thank you.
0: Thanks, guys. Bye, bye. Right.
1: Thank you. Bye, bye.